tapping into abundant success. I'm your host, Vicky Chisholm, a transformational coach for women in business, helping you unlock abundance from the inside out, tapping into success one day at a time, and unlocking those dreams. Together, we can help you change your reality and become more abundant. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Tapping Into Abundance Success podcast. Today I am joined with the amazing Kayla Birch. She is joining me today as my guest and I'm going to be interviewing her to share with you the power of transformation. We all want to tap into abundant success, but sometimes that can feel like an impossibility. Having read Kayla's story, I can't wait for what she's about to share with you. So I'm going to hand over to Kayla and then she can just briefly introduce herself and let you know where she is in the world. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Vicky. Thank you for that. That kind of brought a lot of emotion, that that shift in energy and just that idea of that abundant success is just such a powerful, it's a powerful idea and it's a powerful experience when you're able to really tap into it. So thank you for that introduction and I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm in central United States, so that's where I'm coming um, to you for today, and I'm really excited to be here and share those ins and outs of my story and the transformation and the impact of what happens when you truly believe that you can and you start to make things happen, that that shift that happens in the, your world. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So welcome. It's a absolute pleasure to have you here, Kayla. But life wasn't always abundant for you, was it? No, no I've had a lot of um, difficult times in my life, especially when I was really young, starting off um, just my kind of hiccups, I like to call them, started when I was 19. Those challenges started to happen. Um, I had my first daughter really young. I was 19 years old when I had her. My health spiraled out of control there. So a few years of that, I was in a wheelchair. I had to work my way out of that and really come and become my own advocate with my health. And that's what really led me to the coaching space after that was me feeling that need. And so that was just the beginning of what I find to be a lot of challenges in my life and recognizing that we have choice to overcome something or we can set where we're at and just stay there. Absolutely. Um, I totally resonate with your story. Um, I too uh, I had my first daughter at 19, um, but my health didn't deteriorate until after my third mm-hmm. child. So I totally get that you have to kind of make a decision almost. So when your health declined and you ended up in a wheelchair, what action did you take next to say, I'm not staying here. I'm not living this life. What was it for you that made you flip that switch and say, I'm going to create change. I'm going to transform where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it came a lot from I was young, right? So I was young. I had my whole life ahead of me. It felt like, you know, I had just started out in my adult life. And so I thought, I don't want this to be my experience. And something without even recognizing it, I realized that I had choice. Like I could choose to stay here or I could not. And there was actually a really dark time in my life where I physically had the thought, I can choose to stay here, right? On this earth or I could not. And so I think that was kind of the the intro to that. 
of choice, because when you recognize that we all have choice in everything we do, then that brings the power back. So that was it for me when I realized the big choices that I had. Right. And so I thought if I could choose that, then I could choose not to be here in this wheelchair. And so I'm, I have, you know, my daughter, it's not fair to her. That's how I felt. She was taking care of me at such a young age. It felt like, and I thought, I don't want her to live this life either. I don't want my husband to experience this life either. So it was a lot of choice for myself, but a lot of the choice came from the impact that this was creating Mm -hmm. um, in my family as well. Oh, I totally hear that. I totally hear that. So when you've decided, like, was it like a flip of a switch moment decision or was it a gradual process? So I think it was a flip of the switch decision because very much I remember a day where I said, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't do it anymore. I'm not going to take these medications. I'm not going to have multiple seizures a day. Like, I can't live like this. So that's when the idea of my choice, like I can choose to stay on this earth and this body with this experience, or I could choose to leave, or I could choose to live in this body and create a different experience. So it was a bit of a flip of a switch. And I told my husband, like, I'm not doing any of this anymore. I'm not taking any of these medications. And I also told him if I die, I die. But it was, that was my choice, right? Like I'm, I'm going to choose to live my life on my terms and I can't live like this because they're making me sicker. So I guess, yeah, it was a bit of a flip of a switch, a big realization, I feel like, or maybe even a download of maybe the first time in my life where I recognized choice. Uh, you do know I totally resonate with quite a few things that you've said there and I'm assuming that many people listening will also get that they will they will totally understand that so there's a few key words that you've kind of said like not just the fact that for the first time in your life you realized you had choice but also you decided that you were going to live this life in this body but have a different experience that is so so beautiful um, again, I totally resonate with your story because mine is very similar to that. I had mm-hmm. to make that flip of a switch decision. And I remember walking out of the doctors that day saying, I'm not living my life like this. And that yeah. was the day I decided to change. That was the day I decided that my children weren't going to have this hot mess of a mother. I wasn't a hot mess. I was on my knees. Mm-hmm. There was no hot mess. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't think you could have kicked me any further to the gutter actually at that point in my life, mm-hmm. but purpose of us sharing these stories today is to awaken the truth that sometimes we have to go on these journeys to be able to unlock the abundant success that we seek and it can feel really freaking hard right yeah absolutely absolutely I mean when I think about your story you've come from you know, being quite healthy to having a baby, to suddenly having seizures, to suddenly being put in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. to having to be put, go through on all this medication. But your story didn't stop there, did it? When you started your recovery, the story evolved even more, right? Yes. Share yes, a little absolutely. bit about that? Yeah. So then I got well, right? I got well, I was feeling really vibrant. I got pregnant with our second baby within a month of getting out of the wheelchair. Like that's how sick my body was. And so I got pregnant and I was really worried that I was going to fall back into it. And I never did. I never had that decline of my health again. And so then I had, we had our second and then we had our third about 12 months after that. And so I had a five-year-old, a gosh, 17 month old and a five month old. And my husband had a really horrible accident at work where he was seriously critically injured and his partner was killed. So that put a huge shift in our life. I mean, that was 11 month recovery after that. 
And so there was a lot of challenges that we faced then that we weren't sure of our outcome. Again, this is choice again. Like we have that choice to fall victim to our experiences or we have that choice to be victor to our experiences as well. So it doesn't make it any easier. It wasn't like I was just walking around skipping the whole time, but I recognize that there are things that I have to do, whether I really want to experience it or not. And how can I create the environment of success, right? And success in that moment is just making choices and feeling alive in my, in as best I could in those times. Yeah, I hear you. I totally, totally hear you. So I have to ask, so majority of the people that listen in to this podcast are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. How did this personal journey make you decide that you wanted more abundance, but you also then wanted to add a business to all of that stuff that you'd just gone through? <laughs> right. Yes. Right. So then fast forward a little bit. Um, and I start- Okay. So fast forward after my fourth child, those are like mile markers, right? And life is like, how many kids you have when you have them? So fast forward after number four, the final, the final one. And I thought I want to do something, right? Like I love being a mom. I love doing this, but I felt really called to do something. I started an online boutique. I don't even like clothes. Like I don't even shop. I don't even do any of that. Like what was going through my mind? I don't know, but I did. And it was really successful, right? But I hated it. I didn't like any of it, right? So I'd get on there and I'd take a picture and my clothes and I'd smile and I'd go off camera and I'd be sweating and I'd like pull those clothes off. And I was like, this is so not me. I cannot connect to this. But I loved the connection with people. I loved what I was building because I was building a community. So I was like, what do I do? And then I started to really look at like what I wanted to do. And I'm like, well, I like that part of it. I like having my own business. What can I make of that? And then I got into health coaching. So that was my entry into it because of my experience with my health. So that made me think I can help other people. So when I started, I never expected it to be anything other than kind of almost a hobby, to be honest. I thought, oh, I have a story. I can help people feel better. I can help people become their advocates. Let me do it. So that was really my intro into it. And then after I started that, then I started more life coaching that felt more congruent to what I wanted to do. And then I started to coach business professionals and high performance coaching. And I really found my niche there. I really found that connection to help other people, specifically female entrepreneurs, really tap into what is blocking them from creating that success in their life. Because long story All of the, there's a lot of hiccups in between there where I self-sabotaged myself into the ground, right? Where like, I don't even know how I pulled myself out of it other than just having the realization that I was choosing to go down this path and I can now choose another path. That's going to be the word of the day is that choice right there. So that's a lot of that, but that's where that came from is just that need and that yearning to do something that made an impact. Mm. Do you know, I'm just going to hone in on that for a second, because something that um, I have awakened to uh, very recently is that when you're in business or even in life choices, okay, definitely choice is the word of the day today, right? You have this, (laughs) um, sometimes you can make sure you go, yeah, okay, I can do that. And it feels meh. So I'm very much into my feeling. And if it doesn't feel right, I can't do it. 
And if it doesn't feel in alignment for me, there are all kinds of roadblocks. Hey, I'm going to eat myself into the chocolate biscuit mm-hmm. barrel because I'm not in alignment and I'm mm-hmm. resisting what I'm doing because I'm not in alignment. So I know these yes. habits of mine, right? But something that really came up for me to help people hone in onto that, oh my gosh, this is where I need to be. Oh, And it was something that I actually had a conversation with a client the other day because she... um she said to me, well, this is my I help statement. This is what I'm looking to do. And I was very honest with her and said, that's not lighting you up. That is not jumping out at me going, she's excited. She's ready to go. She hasn't got goose pimples running down her arms. She hasn't Mm -hmm. got that anxious, nervous energy building up in her tummy. So for me, this isn't right. And we're not going to move forward until we get this in alignment for you. So how did you know that you were in alignment? So for me, like I said, you know, it was that goose pumpy, mm-hmm. it was that nervous, excited energy in your solar plexus. It's that, oh, this feels good. But it comes over like this wave of, wave of calmness. Like I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And even though I feel absolutely petrified of the next steps because it's a little bit unknown. But for me, that's when I know I'm in alignment and that's where I know I need to take that next step. So what is it for you? Because I think this will be really helpful for anyone who's listening in or watching on the the video to help them connect with, but I want that energy. How do I find it? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So for me, it was really obvious when I was out of alignment, right? Because it's the same thing. I was hitting roadblocks. I couldn't make content. Like I felt so disconnected from all of it. And I was just like, oh, then I was like, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe it's this. Instead of thinking maybe it's the wrong path for me. And so what I realized when I was in alignment was that things really did run a lot smoother. I didn't have that same level of resistance. I was really excited about what I was doing and it came with ease. So like things would just come out of my mouth that I would just get this this kind of like message that just came through me almost. And so I was like, became this vessel for change, for empowerment, for growth. And I even recognize it. And it was like, you said, it was like that calm feeling where I thought this is what I'm meant to do, right? There's no resistance. This is just power. And the power is coming through me. And when you start to show up that way, that's when you really recognize it. So if you're constantly beating yourself against a lot of resistance. And this is what I would tell my clients as well. There's two things to look for. You're on the wrong path, right? This isn't the right space for you. Or there's a lot of inward um, blocks that need to be removed for this to be the right space. So I think you have to look at both as well. But Mm, for me, it's just, yeah, you just have to, you just have to, you just show up and it's just pure. Oh, that's such a good word for it. It's just pure. It just comes so natural from you. It does. Yeah. So I'd actually add on to there a little bit as well Mm -hmm. is sometimes it's not always resistance that's showing up. Sometimes you just haven't connected and it's not, sorry, I'm going to backtrack a little bit there. It's not that you're on the wrong path. It's that you haven't fine tuned that path to what works for you. So so we'll add a third onto there. So Mm -hmm. if you honestly feel you're in the right path, but you are meeting some resistance, you know you're supposed to be showing up and doing this type of work. It could just be that you need to change your niche. It could just be that you haven't found your ideal niche yet, or it could be that you haven't found your ideal product or service yet. So sometimes um, when my clients will come to me, ah, my service isn't selling. Okay, Mm -hmm. how do you feel about your service? Um, Well, it's a service, it should just sell. No, it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. And I think the world is becoming more and more aware about that spiritual and emotional connection to life rather Mm -hmm. than just doing the do. 
And it's one of the things that I do teach in my programs is about you can change the way you do business forever. As long as you tune into your own heart, your own soul, and you stop listening to the external validation. So Kayla, I'm going to ask you, at what point Mm -hmm. in your life did you stop looking for external validation to be able to transform Mm -hmm. and shift into that alignment? Yeah, I absolutely love this question because that is exactly what happened with me is I stopped looking for external validation and started to recognize that the only validation, the only opinion, the only thing that I could do or move was my own. And so, and it's really funny because I would, if you would do a love language, if you're familiar, right, my love language would be words of affirmation. So what do you think I was always seeking from others? Validation all the time. I needed to hear it. When I started to recognize that it meant absolutely nothing, someone could tell me good job or someone can tell me that it was a load of garbage and neither one of those mattered unless I felt that it was a good job or it was a load of garbage. Right. So that's exactly when I started. And that's when I started to feel at home in what I was doing was when I realized that this is the space for me. Right. I realized that my validation was only coming from myself and that I felt good and it felt I created that home within my work. Right. That that creativity was just being expressed through me because of that. And so that was it for me. And same thing. That's what I work with my clients on as well. Like you have to fill that space of calm and home to be able to show up and share your craft or feel good about your message. You're not going to talk about an offer if you don't like it or if you feel disconnected from it. Right. You're not people aren't going to feel that passion behind it and they're not going to say yes to an offer or to you when you're not even saying yes to yourself or to your offer. Exactly. And yes, Mm. that's exactly where it is. So let's just backtrack here for a moment. Mm. And let's go into the tapping into abundant success, right? Everybody wants abundant success. That's all you hear. It's on social media. It's everywhere you go. It's this thing that you have to have. It's almost like the, you know, the the phases where, oh no, you have to have an Audi. Oh no, you have to have Mm -hmm. a BMW. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, why are you not wearing the Kurt Giger shoes? Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about phases. And at the moment, one of the big phases that we're going through is really everyone's awakening to the energetic body and the spiritual connections to be able to grow, to be able to have that abundance. And in the online space specifically, people talk about abundance, they talk about manifesting. But what they don't talk about is getting into the actual full alignment with the manifesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all very well. I've seen it like over and over and over. People are literally saying, all you have to do to manifest is place your order with the universe, the same as you would in a restaurant where you're placing the order for your food. You're going to mm-hmm. get what you want energetically. It mm-hmm. doesn't actually work that way. And I think that is something that, does block people so coming back to where you said about the energetic blocks what Mm -hmm. one tip would you give to someone who wants to unlock the abundance within themselves but actually receive it yes oh so I think the one tip I would give is to check into actually what you're putting out right so if you say I want this but then internally there's resistance and um, there's a vibration of an energy of lack then you're not going to get this, right? You're not going to get that. You're going to get more of what you're putting out. So when you start to live in abundance and success before you have it, that's when you can receive that abundant success, right? When you start to live in that future version and you recognize that you are abundant as you are, right? You are successful as you are. 
and we can shift into different phases and versions of that abundance and success. But I think the biggest tip is recognizing that innately as you are today is whole and well and abundant, even if it doesn't necessarily feel like it, or if it's not from the societal standards of abundance, right? We live in abundance. And the more you realize that, and the more you surround yourself and develop yourself in abundance, the more you can receive it. And then it can be received in the more societal terms of success, as far as like money and status and growth in your business that comes along the way. But you have to believe that you're abundant today, no matter what, you can't come at it from a place of lack. Mm. Okay. I hear you. So for those that are listening and um, watching, and they might be thinking, well, how on earth do I get to this space of abundance when I've never had it, I've never received it, um, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not living it, and it's completely alien to me. What would your advice Mm be? Yeah. So I would have, I would truly, if my client was sitting in front of me and they felt like that, which happens a lot, especially with money abundance, I would really have them tap into what abundance means to them. And so not necessarily the, not like the um, external feelings of abundance, but the internal feeling of abundance, because that's all we want, right? The abundance that we're looking for is fulfillment, right? It's satisfaction, it's happiness, it's joy. That's really what we want to be abundant in. But we put these external factors on it, like wealth, you know, or a certain point in your business. So when you can just look at where you're at now and you can feel the abundance through the emotions of joy and happiness and like, do you have family? Do you have like these things? And even if you are alone, right, how do you love yourself abundantly, right? What do you do to care for yourself? And when you can start to tap into that, even if it's just the smallest thing, even if it's just like, I love my dog, I have the dog's the only person or being in this world that I have, right? That's abundant energy, right? And when you realize that, then it can foster and grow. So that's how I would have them recognize is that if you come at it and you say, I don't have all of these things, then you're not going to have all those things or they're sure in the heck not going to come easy. So tap into the things that what you do have and where you are abundant and where you mm-hmm. can create that, right? And then that can expand. Absolutely love it. So mm-hmm. this is very much in alignment with um, another message that I shared in one of my other podcast episodes. And actually it's tuning into that for, for myself with my clients and the journey that we go on. I always suggest that you tune into gratitude. And that's basically what you've just said. Let's look at what mm-hmm. you already have. Let's focus on that mm-hmm. gratitude for where you are now. So if you could do anything in the world today, choose gratitude. Yeah. Because gratitude for what you already have can expand and grow. Absolutely. Focusing on the lack of what you don't have will also expand and grow. So on that note, I'm going to say thank you so much, Kayla, for joining us for today's podcast interview. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I absolutely love connecting with like-minded people. So it's just an absolute honor to have you here today to share your story, especially for how far you've overcome, the challenges you've had to face, the health issues, the, you know, your your husband having a near-death experience and being critically injured. And, you know, four children, raising them, building a business, still going, still thriving and absolutely glowing in your own energy. You're an inspiration to many. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you so much, Vicky. You're very welcome. So until the next episode, we'll see you all later. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it got you thinking and I hope it's going to help you put some change into your life so you can create more abundance. Now, don't forget, you can also click on the mic button to send me a message or a voice note to let me know how you're getting on. I'd love to hear from you. And more importantly, I'd love you to join my community. Take care. Speak soon.